take a breath as you enter the portal of Passages, the podcast, a container of empowerment, guidance, and inspiration to transform wounds and dark places into embodied wisdom and sacred spaces. This podcast includes readings of passages and deep dives into rites of passage with visionary leaders and others who have gone through transformative experiences that empowered and shaped them into who they are today. This is your host, Paulo Sello. I welcome you and I invite you into the space. Thinking that if my skin was a little lighter, I would shine a little brighter. Contacts of all colors and contours down to my collar. Overusing laxatives to undo the treat meal, wishing that the bags on my chest were actually real. Stepping on the scale, hoping that I lost some weight. But at the end of the day, I'm really just glad that I didn't lose faith. Faith that one day I'd stand in front of the mirror and say, that's enough. You're enough. I am enough. To be here with all my curves, with all the molds of life in me and as me. Letting the filter of the sun, of gratitude, of love, the filter of a life fully lived to be what reflects through me. Less fixing, more embracing who I am, who we are, without all the things we thought we needed to be in order to be enough. That's why I do what I do, to remind you, you're a miracle here. You're a gift here. You are enough, more than enough here. In body love, so many of us can relate to the word of embodiment. So much of this to me has come through my experience with my body, my relationship with my body, the way in which I feel, the way in which I move with my body, who I am in my body. And maybe some of you can relate to this of going through different phases in your life in which you maybe wanted to fix certain parts of your body, aspects of yourself. And so this passage that I'm sharing with you here today is really to set a tone for the way in which you get to take a look at yourself and the reflection in the mirror and say, you know what, you are more than enough. And everything that I do from this point is going to be out of full love. Not because I need to fix you, not because I need to tear myself apart, but because I love you and I'm going to honor every single aspect of who I am and of who you are. And to dive into my own passage of this, I recently shared some of this on on Instagram. If you don't already follow me, it's Paola Ucello, P-A-O-L-A-U-C-E-L-O underscore. (laughs) And I shared a bit of the story on my journey to this in-body love 
that I get to live in nowadays. And I was actually inspired because I, I sat down during a meditation. It was, you know, at night. So I was still wearing my pants of the day. It was after dinner and I had to pop the button. Have you guys ever popped the button? And that moment happened for me. And I laughed. I laughed at myself because years ago, if I had to do that, oh my goodness, it would have been, it would have been a whole thing about like, oh, like now I'm too big for these pants. Oh, I'm fat. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I shouldn't have had that meal. And then gone on this spiral of self-sabotage ultimately of abandoning myself and my beauty and my love. And so having that moment, it really inspired me to, to get to share a little bit of this journey because I, I truly have not been at this weight in quotation marks and in this expression of my body and been this happy and to really take a look and say, it's all good. There's definitely, you know, strength that I get to work on. There's definitely some mobility that I get to brushen up. But I truly am in a place in which I am in love with my body. And I remember growing up, I, I really cannot... I mean, obviously not when I was a baby, but going as far back as being like eight and maybe even nine years old, I actually remember moving to the United States from Guatemala and going on a diet before I started school in the U.S. I walked around and I saw, you know, so many uh, girls that were, you know, skinny and fit and, you know, with their Hollister shirts and the billabong beach, um, beach bodies and seeing all of this stuff. And I would look in the mirror and I would see, you know, my, uh, it's making me emotional to, to think about this. And I would see myself and I would see my brown skin. I would see my brown hair and I would see like my little belly, nine-year-old belly. Can you imagine that? And thinking to myself, oh, I gotta look good so that people like me, so that I fit in. And so I decided to go on a diet. How fucking crazy. I can't even. And, and the, the thing about this is that I don't think I'm alone on this. Maybe you resonate with this and you can think about, you know, when was the first time that you began to take a look at your body and, and wanting to maybe fix it or wishing that it was different? And I went through that whole process and, you know, I always had this insecurities with my body. And once I got to high school, this is where it really started to be a lot more present in my life. And I realize now that in my time, like my high school years were, were probably some of the roughest years. <laughs> um, 
in which I did not have the awareness or the tools to really get to navigate transition and evolution and just growth, like, you know, all the hormonal like aspects that are happening, my expansion of consciousness and all of these things that I, I really did not have the tools nor the perspectives to really understand what it was that was happening for me. And being so disconnected with my body as as you might already know i grew up as a martial artist and you might think that growing up as a martial artist i have always been in like you know top shape and been in like a super like intimate relationship with my body and and that was not the case i wasn't ever fully it, it through the beginning years of, of martial arts up until I was a teenager, I was really not deeply connected to my body. There was so much trauma that I had experienced in my body and with my body that I feel the weight that I was carrying was truly a reflection to protect myself, right? It's just like, if I had this layer over me, I could actually protect the most vulnerable and rawest spaces of my being. And so through high school going through that, and, and of course, I, that was not the awareness that I had then. This is now overlooking now. And I remember during those years of like 15 to 17, 19 years old, going, you know, doing all the, what do they call the yo-yo diets, constantly like depleting myself and then binging and depleting myself and then binging. I used to wear fajas for those of you that don't know, they're like, I think the word for them is girdles. And I would get so like, so embarrassed if somebody like hugged me or nearly touched my waist and be like, oh, what are you wearing under there? I would get so embarrassed <laughs> to, um, to feel like somebody actually realized that I was wearing a girdle and like, you know, hiding aspects of myself. And so there were so many things that played into that and, um, you know, coming out of high school, my, my boyfriend at the time and I decided to just like go on like a super like diet and like workout regimen. And then that really began to, um, it shift my relationship to my body, right? To where I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to do this. I'm committed. I'm determined. Like, I'm a disciplined being. I'm a martial artist. Like, I can definitely do this. And I went for it. And I really did go for it because I truly did not like what I saw in the mirror. And, and one thing that I want to mention to you guys right now is that there is nothing wrong with stepping into a gym and stepping into a new way of, of eating, of nourishing your body. Um, and, you know, doing like the, the 75 hard, like, you know, just all of these things, like there's nothing wrong with them. It's really about what I want to speak to is the relationship that we have to them, right? Like the relationship that I had to do in these things was out of wanting, like breaking myself apart and really wanting to fix something that I saw was not good enough. It was not good enough. I was not pretty enough. I was not sexy enough. I was not acceptable enough. I was not, I don't, 
fucking know. I just wasn't enough. And that was the, the, that was the drive. That was what drove me to, to stepping into the gym and doing this and doing this thing. And so I kept going at it for a really long time, constantly depleting my body. And when I mean depleting my body, I mean, like I got to the point in which I stopped having my moon cycle. I actually got to a point in which I had appendicitis, like my, I, my body just shut down completely. Now, looking back, I see like that moment of like my, my appendix erupting, like as a divine intervention of like, yo, you need to stop. And I remember being so frustrated, like where I couldn't work out and I couldn't lift and I couldn't, you know, do the things that I was doing. And I just couldn't wait to get back in the gym because as I was resting and healing, I was getting fat and I was getting soft. And so from that, you can begin to see, right? Like the, the, the times in, in which their relationship with my body was, was so out of not love, right? We can choose to eat better out of love, right? Like moments in where I've like put down a bag of popcorn and decided to eat some greens because I know that that's ultimately going to fuel my body, not because I can't eat popcorn because they make me fat, because I don't deserve this, because if I, I can't eat something like this unless I'm skinny and I'm weighing a buck oh five. And so this whole thing began to happen with my body. It was like abusing laxatives. Like I would, I would eat a cheat meal, like I would binge eat and then I would drink. Like it's just completely tearing up my body from the inside out. And outside I was skinny, but I was so unhappy. I was so unhappy. It was like there was never an end to this journey. And so I even got to a point in which I got breast implants. And this is something also that I that I spoke and I shared about. It's that again, there was nothing wrong. If you if you desire to do that, you know, there there is no judgment there. It's it's really about the relationship. It's about the intention. Everything trickles down to that in this conversation. I did them because I thought I wasn't sexy enough in my body. Even though I had achieved the six pack, even though I had achieved the, in quotation marks, perfect body, it still wasn't perfect. I needed the breast implants to do it. And so as I went through this, this journey, beginning my journey of, of healing, of transformation, realizing that number one, my connection to my body and the disconnection to my body, like it truly happened through the trauma I experienced, you know, as a little girl and how you know, that feeling of not ever feeling, feeling satiated was coming from this, this emptiness within myself that I actually got, that was actually asking for me 
to pour in love into myself. But at the time, without the awareness, I was, you know, like, you know, filling myself and consuming all of this food and, and reaching out outside of myself for love and hiding behind like fake lashes and ounces of makeup and all of these flowy clothes and girdles and all of these things turned into hiding myself with you know, gym identity and bikini competitions, all of these things. And and none of them actually had me in it, who I am. And so as I've gone through this journey of healing, I've realized that the body that I have is, is the temple and the vessel through which I live. And naturally throughout my journey, I stopped wearing the the hair extensions why because it was killing my hair same with the fake lashes same with the makeup to actually be able to step out of the house for weeks and for days at a time to be able to show up on calls and not have to wear makeup is a huge step for me might not be for some people but for me specifically and maybe you can relate to that It's so liberating. It's so liberating to now get to take action and embrace all of who I am, all of my curves and all of the ways in which life reflects through my body. It's so liberating to not want to change a damn thing. Improvements, like I said, as far as my strength, as far as my mobility, as far as really getting to learn how it is that I can nourish my body properly. Those things, heck yeah. But trying to fix or change, there's no more of that anymore. I'm really committed to not only returning, but honoring the rawness of the vessel that I live through. Committed to honor, to really get to remove any walls that I've built up physically on my body. My breast implants, with, you know, masks of makeup, with, you know, the the way in which I may have potentially utilized food to create an armor over my belly, over my solar plexus, over my flame. You see, it goes so much deeper. Now, some of us, like myself, are bodacious bays. This is the way I like to call myself, a bodacious bay, okay? I'm forever going to be curvy, and God bless it. God bless me with this curvy body, and I am so grateful to get to be in a space in which I'm no longer comparing myself to my gorgeous best friends, and friends and other women that have incredible bodies as well. They just so happen to look a little different than mine. 
bless it. Bless the healing that brought me to this point. Now, do I look back and say, oh my God, Paola, why did you get a breast implant? Why did you do that? Why did you shouldn't have done that? No, I look back and I say, I'm really sorry. I'm truly sorry. And I forgive myself. Because only then can I truly accept, can I truly honor, and can I truly be embodied love, in body love. So I want you to take a moment. You can close your eyes. And if you're standing or sitting, just bring one hand to your heart, bring one hand to your belly. Maybe even wiggle your toes. Take a deep, deep breath. And visualize yourself in your body, raw. Notice the emotions and the sensations that come through. The rawness and the purity of your body. Without any armor, without any covering or inquitration marks, protections. And then visualize yourself standing right in front of that version of you that's standing so vulnerable and raw, fully in your power. And open your eyes to see yourself in your mind's eye. And I want to encourage you to witness yourself from head to toe, without makeup, without anything, just you, your body, your love. Notice if maybe there's any parts of you that maybe you are wanting to fix. Is there judgment that arises? And if so, I want to encourage you to redirect your energy to seeing your eyes with eyes of love. If this was somebody else, would you judge them? If this was somebody that you loved so deeply, would you want to fix them? Give yourself the opportunity in this moment to fully love yourself as the most precious, perfect being in your life. Your toes, your belly, your hips, your thighs, your breast, your chest. Maybe you're a man listening to this. All parts of you, your lips, your smile, the way your teeth look when you smile, your eyes, your nose, your ears, your hair, 
all of it is so unique and so you and it's so beautiful. Begin to be in that practice of telling yourself you are enough. And anything that I do from this point is out of love and honor to you. The way that I think of you, the way that I, I nourish you, the way that I move with you, it's all out of pure love. So with that, if your eyes are still closed, <laughs> go ahead and take a deep breath and slowly flirt them back open. Thank you so much for walking through this passage of in body love with me. It is always such an honor to get to share stories and passages, to share my writings and my heart with you. I am so grateful for you and the way in which you get to be in the world. And if this is something that you feel like could benefit a dear friend of yours, maybe your mom, say, I don't know, somebody with a body, <laughs> go ahead and share and spread the love. Once again, I'm so grateful to get to be here with you. And thank you for being in this space with me. I'll see you on the next passage. Much love. Take a deep breath as you exit the portal of Passages, the podcast. May these readings of passages and deep dives into rites of passage continue to empower you in every single breath and every single step that you take. From this moment until the next passage, may your path forever be blessed.